Hello there. Welcome to A Talk of the Clones with your host, Angel, Jamie, and Julie. And we're going to be talking about the Bad Batch, everybody. So we're going to go right on into it. The Bad Batch Episode 1. We just watched it. We woke up at 3 a.m. We're exhausted. (laughs) That's how we do it. Absolutely. We're, We're serious folk. Serious podcast folk. 100%. So uh, I guess right off the top, uh, there will be spoilers. We did watch the first episode uh, of the show, and we will be talking about it. So if you haven't seen it yet, you might not want to listen. But if you like being spoiled, then go ahead and keep listening. All right. So uh, I think the the first impression that we got out of this episode, I don't know about you guys, but definitely for me, uh, I'm just going to gush a little bit about the visuals. <laughs> yes. Because. Yeah, beautiful. Wow. Wow, I, I didn't expect this much of an improvement over last season. You could even hear like the snow crunching while they walk. Oh yeah, all the sound is, oh my God, everything, everything. It was so good. It's such a step up from last season of, um, the last season of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. which by the way, guys, come on. This is, this is season eight of the Clone Wars. Let's, let's be real here. This is just, even at the beginning, it's like you have the little burn away logo with Clone Wars burns away into the Bad Batch. Oh, that gave me chills. Yeah, yeah. Come on. It's it's this is Clone Wars season eight. Let's be honest, Filoni. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. And I like that it I'm began it. right before it. Order 66 and we got to see it from like another general uh, Jedi General's perspective. But I have to say, we've seen them in the comments, uh, comics. So seeing uh, Jedi Master... Balava and like Commander Stance and Baby Caleb and animation. Oh my god, I got heart palpitations. I was so happy. <laughs> it's adorable. Oh yeah, there's definitely some early fan service on that one, dude. Oh yeah, and like I think the comics are coming out recently too. I I, I do like how they're really putting in that extra effort to tie some of this stuff together a lot more um, in motion because I think most fans probably don't really read the comics, so it's nice to see this stuff pay off in the more like accessible. I guess, mm-hmm. mediums like the animated series on Disney Plus. Kind of hard to miss that when it's, you know. All the mediums are just crossing over. It's fantastic. Oh, it's a great time. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I think uh, I think definitely there's been a couple hiccups along the way, but I think we're heading in the right direction with the Star Wars franchise, especially with Bad Batch. Oh, my goodness. That was, what a what a great return to form for the franchise, if you ask me. Oh, yes, I am excited to see them kind of like travel around the galaxy and hopefully we get to see a few more planets they did release star wars biomes which i'm planning to check out a little bit better and it's kind of like a supposed to be like an aerial flyover of different star wars planets so i wonder if we're gonna get maybe Mm. a new planet that's in biomes that we're seeing in bad batch i don't know i mean the best part about it being a galaxy there's so much you can get out of it there's so many different kinds of planets they can just keep coming up with man we're just gonna get more tattooing yeah (laughs) Oh, we can also get a lot more of those. It's not unreasonable for there to be a lot of barren, deserted planets. You know what I'm saying? That's in our galaxy. That's currently what we have most of anyway. So you know. I mean that we know. If anything, it's just to make us feel more at home. <laughs> the aliens are just avoiding us. I mean, us. dude, we're, we're we're one for nine, I guess, in in our Milky Way. Sure, there's a lot of water on one of them, but there's not a lot of life that we can tell. <laughs> Is Neptune Camino confirmed? It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> There's probably clones over there, man. I got to go check that out. So what were your favorite parts of this episode? Let's go. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. There were so many good parts. I really loved seeing Sagira again. I love that so much. And he was just yeah. there <laughs> making the clones question everything because a lot of them look forward mm. to the end of the war and now the end of the war is here and it turns out, you know, nothing's over. Well, actually, I take it back. My favorite part of the episode was a scene I didn't know I wanted, which was uh, <laughs> the cafeteria fight. <laughs> Food fight? How did I know? <laughs> Julie was up here, like, giggling and laughing. I was about 10 minutes behind on the episode and uh, I just heard her <laughs> laughing for, like, five minutes straight. <laughs> So, so what was your favorite part of this episode? Uh, I don't know. Probably the 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 part where they're in the brig uh, and they break out. It was, you know, it was kind of uh, predictable that they would use Omega um, to to get yeah. out. But it was, it's one of those things. Like, it, it, it's still a good, like a good story point for me. Like, okay, we're we've got this kid. She's uh, formidable. Uh, she can help out. She wants to help out, and uh, so it, it helped kind of establish their their relationship with her pretty quick. Their di- dynamic, I would say. Yeah, their dynamic, and um, I really like that. So it really showed that she was part of the group, and uh, you know, she's part of the the bad mm-hmm. batch. You know, it's a sad batch now. It's a sad batch now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the sad batch. You're the sad batch. <laughs> I hope that like. There's, there's some new songs, like some emo songs that come out called The Sad Batch. <laughs> <laughs> the Sad Batch. Stop trying to make orders happen, Crosshairs. It's not going to happen. Oh my, well, you were right about Crosshair being but, sus. <laughs> hey, it's confirmed sus. What was your favorite? My favorite part? Yeah, it's the toothpick, favorite? I think. The toothpick scene? <laughs> yeah, the toothpick is the reason well, yeah, why he's that, evil. Definitely... I gave it away. Oh, absolutely. Remember, Cad Bane also had a toothpick, and he was evil. It's all in-universe. Exactly, but you know what? It's it's the way he had... It's the way you put the toothpick in your mouth. If there's too much tension, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're really gripping it with your teeth, you're sus. <laughs> They're crunching. You're now, now, if our, now, if our solid snake protagonist, Hunter... I thought he's more like Rambo. He's also got... He got the bandana combination, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's different with him, and then I feel like he would have the toothpick in there, but like a little loose, you know, just a little loose, <laughs> not too tight. That's how you know that crosshair was sus from the beginning, off rip. But uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed. Um, funny enough, the the earlier part of the episode a lot. I really enjoyed um, the scene. What was it? The oh, the training sequence. When Tarkin is testing them, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I really, really like that because because uh, it's it's a callback to that Clone Cadets episode from Clone Wars. So you get like yes. that visual uh, fan service for the fans of Clone Wars, and and you, you get to see the Bad Batch in that environment. And that's if I'm if I remember correctly, that's actually the first place we were actually introduced to Echo. Yeah, that's true. So it's an Echo you know with the saying? new crew. So it's kind of like. Exactly, exactly. And he's not like doing what he got his namesake for, where he was just repeating orders and stuff like that. It wasn't, it wasn't like, so, you know, it's just little touches, little touches of character progression over time. Some, something, something rhymes. <laughs> this episode was a lot of character building, which I very much appreciated. We kind of had a, a wrecker with this little Tuca doll. 
which was adorable. It's kind of like the ones that uh, Waxer and Boyle gave the Numa, and uh, it was great. And then Tech is kind of like filling out all the plot holes. And just in case you were wondering yeah. why this didn't work, well, Tech's got an explanation. Yeah, they they, they always got to fill all those roles. Tech is out here filling the, giving you the plot explanation. Uh, Omega is your your stand-in anchor for children watching the show, so they can feel like they're part of the action. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's a you know, they they fill out their character roles. Hunter is depressive space dad. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Mandalorian, but he takes his helmet off a lot more. Well, the Mandalorian loves kids. That's part of their culture. I guess so, right? They they seem to really love kids. They they they're really protective folks. And let me tell you, if you're if you're living in the Star Wars galaxy, you definitely want to hire a Mandalorian babysitter. Or just go get adopted by one. <laughs> oh, that's also true. Well, I mean, I guess. Don't call so, Anakin. So in, in the Star Wars universe, do they leave? <laughs> yeah, don't call Anakin. But you, do they leave? Do they leave babies instead of uh, in front of firefighters? Like, uh, do they leave them in front of Mandalorian hideouts? <laughs> they just go to the like Mandalorian sector and just drop off babies they don't want. Exactly. We need these answers, Filoni. We can't, you can't keep us in the dark like this, man. This is important. At least the, statistically, they take care of the kids yeah. very, very well. So sometimes reluctantly, but, you know, the, the the kid doesn't seem for want, you know? It's not like the Spartans where they chuck them off cliffs and shit. It's not like that. No, they still put them you know to war, though. This is a much better warrior race. <laughs> they take care of them until they're old enough to fight. Exactly. There you go. It's like uh, It's like social security for them. <laughs> the young the young provide you know literal security for them when they're older and then you know it's, I, I think that's works we're gonna we're gonna figure that out i want to know the mandalorian healthcare plan as well i want to figure that one out uh but but i think i think that galaxy has it covered with the droids i think the droids are pretty much oh speaking of az3 <laughs> oh yes from the episode I was when i saw him i was yeah. like oh no same yes, one back <laughs> exactly that's the one where uh, and it's fives, like uh, the, the the one was working with fives i think at this point it's like safe to assume that az was omega's only friend so it just made it that much sadder when he got like stunned by the chorus and guard which speaking of uh it's interesting this or is it a coincidence or is it not so it was the chorus and guards the ones that eventually you know shot fives uh commander fox was and then now you have them mm-hmm here on Camino, and they're essentially being the antagonist once more, especially when it comes to the inhibitor chips. So I wonder if they have like higher, uh, if their inhibitor chips works harder than the other regs. Yeah, they were quite aggressive. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah, they definitely seem to be to be playing around with that for sure. Um, speaking of, uh, aggressive inhibitor chips, uh, crosshairs was kind of looking a little mando there with his helmet. Did you catch that little antenna? Oh, the rangefinder. Yeah. And, uh, well, he had, was he, did he always have that? In the, because he had like the, had like, that. like that rangefinder. And I think he always did. No, he did. He did. Never mind. I'm, I'm, com- you know, it's three in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pretty cool. Like, I'm you pretty don't- sure. It's nice to see them, uh, I guess, 
in a newer media, they're using the rangefinder a lot more than they used to back when, like, um, they used to be like a, yeah. an accessory. I mean, it looked like it was specifically just a Mandalorian accessory. You only ever really see it with the Mando helmets, but I, I, I do like that. Uh, he's like a he's like a, a a call between both, in you know where it's like a stormtrooper. Also, you know, with a Mandalorian roots because he is a clone. I think Commander Bly's helmet is kind of similar, but instead it's like a full binocular set rather than mm -hmm. just like a rangefinder on the side. So, Omega, how are we sweet feeling about how are we feeling about the, the the new best little sweet little girl over here, Omega? I love Omega. I and love her, Omega her, so her nice much. Aussie accent. Omega just like hits different. There was a lot of uh, animosity towards Ahsoka when she was first introduced, but it's kind of like you see Omega and you just want to like wrap her up and take care of her. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they've definitely learned how to introduce uh, female characters. Uh, Rey was bumpy. Ahsoka was bumpy. Uh, I think they're kind of getting the hang of it. Because, uh, you know, they and I also thought that that was like an insurance policy throwaway line as well. He's like, hey, how'd you land that shot? Uh, I don't know. I got lucky. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of like technically like, yeah. she's not doing anything more like different than Ray. She was just naturally, you know, Omega's naturally good at I'm it. I'm telling you Same right now, man. Just like, just like, it's just a different just like Ray, they got that force juice. <laughs> they got that force juice. Omega's. I'm telling you, dog. I think Omega is is a hundred percent force sensitive. Because when she, because when she was like touching, um. Uh, what's it? What's his name? Crosshair. Right when they were in the, mm -hmm. in the cell, she's she's literally saying like, "Oh, I know what you're gonna do," and 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 I know well, that maybe you, she knows you, about you don't the want to, chips. but just it's out of your control, right? But she specifically said, "I know what you're gonna do." Okay. You well, know what know, I'm saying? We know that That's she's different. a uh, a defective clone. She's an enhanced clone. An enhanced clone. Uh, and they all have like their special abilities, so maybe that is. I mean, I, I, am right there with you. I think like she probably is. I think that's what it might be, dude. And that's like that's her defect, because she, she did seem. I think they said uh, at some point that she's very uh, intuitive or something. Hmm. Or uh, I think Hunter mm -hmm. said that, uh, like kids are intuitive. Curious, I think, is what they used. Curious, okay. And so, like, I think, yeah. I think. Uh, and then she, the way, yeah, that she talked to Crosshair, it definitely felt like she had some sort of insight that was greater than, you know, just normal insight, I guess. I wonder if they're going to reintroduce Force mm -hmm. Healing, because if she worked in pretty much in the medical ward on Kamino, uh, if they're going to reintroduce the Force Healing that Rey brought back into the universe from, like, Legends. Grogu used that oh, as well. Oh, that's I mean true. Grogu Maybe. did for like an episode. Yeah, technically Grogu, technically, yeah, he did. I completely yeah. forgot about technically, that. Technically, he was the one that 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 brought it that brought it back. Uh, they obviously, I mean, they they had Ray use it a lot more because like restoration was like the big motif for mm -hmm. episode nine. So that's why that's why she did it a lot. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, hey, that's that's a good point. Maybe maybe Omega um. Cause I'm I'm all on board with her being force sensitive, and that that's a really good call right there. Where she her being in the medical uh, ward could lead to her probably wanting to then use some of that force juice, you know, to heal somebody. And apparently, it's gonna go to record because that whole that guy gets shot like five times this episode, dude. <laughs> dude is a bullet magnet. My goodness. <laughs> 
So the big question now is, what is J16? Is it J16 that they said? J15? J16? I think it was J16. Yeah, J16. J16. Where do you mm-hmm. think we're going next? No idea what that is. Well, if the archives are incomplete, then I'm not going to know. Why are you asking me? <laughs> well, I have a you're theory. The, you're the Jedi archives over here. I think we're going to make right, it hit us with to it. Dathomir at one point, especially since uh, she Omega does have a Night Sister bow. But what if they bring back Ventress? What? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. What if Can Ventress is the contact? Or, or it could be Fennec, of course. They still have to introduce her at one point. Unless Fennec is hired to hunt down yeah, I think it's Fennec. the Bad Batch. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that they could either... You think you think it's probably most likely Fennec, right? Who they're who they're meeting with? Well, Fennec's gonna happen because I, I think it's a little premature to bring in. Yeah, I think it's premature to bring in Rex though. There's also a Night Sister from uh, that game that just got released with Cal Kestis. What is it called? An oh yeah, the Fallen, um, Fallen Order? Order. There's a Night Sister mm-hmm. there. I'm, I've I never think, finished the game, so yeah, I I, for, I I forgot her name. She doesn't. I mean, I mean, do you care for spoilers of that I game? Don't, I don't mind. Because I'm not confident. I'm not going to spoil it. But I'm not confident that it's her. Okay. Like, I'm not I'm not saying anything happens to her or anything like that. Well, I'm this saying, is the before like, times not, anyways. I don't think. Yeah. And I don't think that the story really ends in a spot where they're going to. I think that the, that the way that Fallen Order ended, they're really not going to mix too much with with other star wars properties at least not yet i think they're trying to keep it like off on its own and the most they gave us was like a, you know that one uh Kashyyyk thing with with um with saw Gerrera, mm-hmm. who apparently is the guy that's going to appear in everything at saw the rate he's fantastic going. okay we're getting saw I'm, we're I'm getting saw it. everywhere <laughs> Well, today is may the 4th three new star wars games are in production so maybe we'll get an announcement today even though one of them I, is a, the remastered right KOTOR. I'm all, oh, girl, why you say that? Like, that's a bad thing. I'll take it. I'll take it right now. <laughs> well, the we company, released the old KOTOR. The like company that's working on it, it's a, it. what they do is they port games rather than build new games. So it might just mm-hmm. be a remaster. But anyways, back to the Bad hey, Batch. Where's J16? I'm not, I'm not mad with that. I have no idea. Is is that like? Do you think? Because because that could be like the could be a sector that's not in the a galaxy, planet, but it's most likely a sector. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know where J16 is. I know Jamie, we're gonna, where is it. We're also like going you know, to. And you don't want to tell us. Yeah, I'm holding back. Uh, I just don't want to spoil it for you guys. I knew it. Unless <laughs> we're going to Zygeria right off the bat, because I know we're gonna make it there at one point this season. I am. I am very very curious where that is. So we've got, so we've got some, you know, we, we've talked briefly about our our favorite parts. We all love Omega. Do we have any new theories? Obviously, Palpatine didn't clap. That we know of. Well, yeah. Yet. That we witnessed. Yet. <laughs> How dare you shoot me down like that? He, Palpatine, claps in my heart. Even if Omega's not related to him, he still claps somewhere out there most powerful man in the galaxy i don't care how man if any if any of the people listening to this have been to miami you know damn well that people can look like palpatine and still (laughs) still get a little loving going on all right i've seen worse in miami i'm telling you right now way worse than palpatine scarred and deformed Yeah, yeah there's a lot more scarring and deforming down here and they and they seem to be doing just fine you're gonna tell me you add the most powerful man in the galaxy on top of that 
especially with those with the drip he had come on man you saw those pimp robes that dude was walking around in game over no way he doesn't clap palpy claps i'm never backing down <laughs> <laughs> um so what, what what kind of uh what, what kind of new theories or new things uh are we expecting going forward like i mean my main thing is because we pretty much for me that was like a soft uh, no it's not Setting even a, soft, scene. a pretty hard confirmation that she's force sensitive right so for me I, I i see her coming into play like that in 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 a in a much more meaningful way than i guess they're leading on now because right now she's just like the runt of the litter and we're focusing on you know the action with the with the big guys of the pack and and she, i i really do see especially with that night sister bow that she was using in that trailer I don't know. I think Julie was on to something there. I think that Omega is definitely uh, confirmed for sensitive. And I think that the, I'm not ruling out the Palpatine connection. Maybe this was his first attempt. Because what were those droids there? You remember those droids that they were fighting in the training arena? They kind of look like dark troopers, but we know they're not dark troopers. I mean, there's several different phases of dark troopers until they got to what they were in the Mandalorian. Exactly. So this could be prototype. So you think that's like an early phase, like the, the earliest prototype where it's like all droid and no, uh, no force juice sprinkled on them? Well, I don't know. I thought the earliest prototypes of the droids were humans, and then they started taking out the human aspects of them until they're completely droids. Those droids, but they, they were stylized. Is that, is that in the them. in the new canon or in the old canon? I don't know. In Isn't the, that in how it is in Mandalorian? In the, in the Mandalorian, they said uh, they, they sure, took to be the human element out of it, but I don't know if we really got a like mm, a, a progression true, true. of. Of what happened first, but the droids kind of looked like um, they reminded me of the droids from like episode two and and three. I don't remember the. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what not it is. All droids, but they're like the taller, bigger ones. Yeah. The blue ones. These are more linear uh, looking than the, the, the round ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying, like they they kind of gave me some dark trooper vibes. I don't think this may be necessarily a dark trooper connection because it's, the timeline is too stretched out. There's like an entire civil war that happens before we get to dark troopers. So, you know, that's left to be that's left to be determined. But I I don't know. Maybe maybe this whole uh, clone tech thing that Palpatine's been working with is a is a long running thing. Do you think that I the think prime... that if he really, you know, since. Huh? So the no, ending scene with Nala Say and the Prime Minister, uh, Nala Say obviously helped them escape. Yeah. Does the Prime would mm -hmm. the Prime Minister know that Omega's force sensitive? Wouldn't he be more concerned if he knew? Maybe it's just a secret secret with Nala Say and Omega. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be. I think that I think that I guess in the, in the in the less like. I'm gonna stop throwing Hail Marys here. I think that they're pretty much setting, setting the stage in a more realistic prediction. Um, they're clearly driving a wedge between the Empire and the Kaminoans. Uh, so we're probably gonna see a Kaminoan revolt against the Empire at some point. We may not see it in this season. 
Uh, we may not see it, you know, until like a future season because I don't think they're going to do just one season of the Bad Batch. Uh, I, I think, think they did a really good of establishing these characters. It's only one. I think so. I think they for confirmed now. that it's, it's 16 episodes, only one season. Oh, then I guess we're getting it all. That's even, that's even better for me. Because how long Give could this really now, go baby. on for? Forever, well, hopefully. it's Star Wars. <laughs> I think George Lucas had the same question about 40 years ago. <laughs> and here we are. But uh, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot that they can tell with uh with this stuff. It's this period between episode three and episode four. They they keep revisiting it. There's a lot of stories they can tell when you're not tied to the Skywalkers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Solo, which was you know a, a, an underworld type movie. You we had got, Rogue One. We got Cassian Andor, the know? Andor series coming up, which I'm you so got excited Cass- for. Exactly, you got a lot. You got a lot down the pipeline uh, in this specific period, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, Fallen Order was based in this period too. Yeah. I mean, I think leading stuff off from Order 66 and really showing and demonstrating like how insanely cruel and like horrible Order 66 was to the Jedi Order. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a powerful, powerful thing, because when I was watching Revenge of the Sith when I was younger, man, for the first time, that part messed me up for sure. You know, that was like one of the most powerful parts of that movie for me, where, where they start like turning on all the Jedi. You're like, damn, it's like that. Okay. And 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 now we're seeing it more in, in these other franchises. It was confusing back then, but like that's one of the things that I really like about watching this was we get to see again uh, a different side of it and how other you know other clones dealt with it. Obviously, the Bad Batch uh, didn't have their inhibitor chips, but like but they did. Or yeah, but they weren't like they weren't. Uh, yeah, they weren't working though, right? Personalities. That's what it was. Like there was only like. <laughs> They're just too defective. They're too deviant. It's what not was defective. It? What was it? Deviant. Deviant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're too deviant. But I definitely like that we get to see for, the... Except for Crosshair. Yeah. But I definitely like that we get to see Order 66 play out in different ways. And I think you, you made a really good point, uh, Angel, where they could, they could literally tell, you know, thousands of different stories just based on that. Because every, every single... Uh, Jedi was basically killed, or not every single one, but a lot of Jedi's were were you know murdered in mm-hmm. that. And there's a story there for every single one, either leading up to Order sixty six or directly after Order sixty six. Um, for the troopers, for the uh, people around, like you know the different planets that they might be on, the different characters, yeah, uh, the Jedi if they escaped, like the stories just could like splinter out. Indefinitely for this time period, so it's kind of a, a fun idea to like start thinking about all the different things they could do. I did read an article that said mm-hmm. as the season goes on, we're gonna see less and less color and less individual individuality amongst the clones. So that's one thing to look out for, which you could kind of notice already. Oh. Like they don't have the different hairstyles, and other than the main characters and the chorus and guard, nobody else has color on their armor. Well, I think the wolf pack has yeah, been in a few true. scenes, but other than that, you know, Dave Filoni's not going to go without showing mm-hmm. the wolf pack somehow. Yeah, he's going to work it in there. Filoni likes playing with his toys, and I'm all <laughs> for it. So he's going to he's going to wheel them out. He's going to wheel them out. 
it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, uh, come on. Filoni couldn't help himself without, you know, putting Ahsoka in Mandalorian. You that know? was fantastic. We're not going to. And, and it. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. I'm not saying it's a bad okay, thing. Just, just making I'm sure. Not, I'm not. I'm not criticizing my boy Filoni. Uh -uh. I mean, it also sets Filoni, the scene for Filoni the throne. Is, is, is one of us, man. One of he's us. one of us. He's he's the one of us. Exactly. He's he's the one of us that made it. <laughs> That's what I was I was chanting he in my Star head. Wars, then he got to make Star Wars. When Omega showed up in this episode, I was I was thinking one of us, one of us, <laughs> one, you, of, one us. of the Bad Batch now. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, man. I don't know. I think, I think, I think you're right. I think we may we we're, we're gonna get some uh some wolf pack action. We're definitely gonna be getting that down the pipeline for sure. Yeah, I do hope One we thing see I did wolf notice, and though, Riker. Hmm? Oh yeah, I I think they'll do it if, if especially if we're only getting one season. You know. Get a little, get a little closure in that, or just uh, work it in. Maybe are you think they're gonna keep doing this? Where uh, so they gave us like a couple episodes of bat or the you know featuring the Bad Batch in Clone Wars season seven. Now they gave us a Clone War, uh, sorry, a, a Bad Batch season. So they're gonna give us a little Saga Rara this season, hmm. and then they give us a Saga Rara animated series. Uh, oh, I would. They just keep would, sneaking in these secret pilots. I would love a Saga Rara series. Oh, or maybe we'll get a standalone Sagarera episode. Yeah, I think I think you know what I think he he would benefit a lot from that. Okay. I wouldn't put it past them. I mean that that Ahsoka episode in Mandalorian was a secret pilot if I've ever seen one, and it ended up panning out to be true because they're making the series now. What if we get some uh, Ahsoka in this series? I guess what is she known as now? Did anyone watch Rebels here? She has an alias. That she oh goes no, by. I didn't watch Rebels. Yeah. I forgot what it was. Uh, Maybe we could see what Rex has been up to. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He, I know he's going to be in it for sure. Yeah, Rex we is know that. Be in it for sure. It's the Guaranteed. Return of the King. He's going to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think that um, th there's a lot of interesting stuff they can still do with this series. Um, one thing I noticed. Um, to touch on your earlier point about the uh, lack of color and characterization that we're seeing in the clones. Um, one thing that I guess that's that's to symbolize the uniformity of the Empire. Right. Um, and one thing I noticed immediately was that as soon as Crosshair fully joined the Empire, he started missing. Yeah. You noticed that, right? Yeah. As soon as he became a stormtrooper, he started oh. missing. It's well, the curse. I mean, he kept missing he, he Hunter. Had too many clean shots at Omega. Yeah, but Hunter has kind of like this. I'm just um, saying, man, this there's a man who shot a knife in the air into a face of a droid. Like that was that was metal. You know, uh, in the Bad Batch episodes of season seven, Tex uh, spoke about how Hunter knows things before they even happen or before it could even be picked up on scanners. So it doesn't surprise me that Hunter's able to dodge Crosshair's shots at all. However, missing Omega would be a different matter altogether, or maybe the Force sensitivity. I don't know. She was able to duck. Maybe it is force sensitivity. Yeah, maybe you think Hunter's no, force just, sensitive. No, he's got enhanced senses. Huh? Yeah, that sounds was, to me like it was that scene where he was like in the dirt, dude. like kind of like scratching stuff, and Tech was like, actually. Yeah. Yeah, you know who I saw scratching dirt? Luke Skywalker. That guy scratched a lot of dirt. He turned out to be pretty 
extra <laughs> sensory. Like Got a lot of extra senses, that guy. Oh, gross. I hate sand. And I'm saying, well, no, no. <laughs> he was okay with the sand. Sand gets everywhere. <laughs> we actually, just to, stay, just to stay properly frustrated during the podcast, I uh, have a bucket of sand next to me. <laughs> Specifically. It's in my keyboard. Uh, it really helps me channel my inner Anakin. It really does get everywhere. It does. I, I, I and, and when I'm around sand, I automatically just like all my dialogue goes bad. That's why I haven't been making any funny quips today. You know what I'm saying? It's all this sand. But Jamie, come on, man. What do you think is going to happen? You know, I I think hit me with it. I think we have a pretty, pretty solid. Uh, there's definitely going to be uh, an episode devoted to Palpatine laying laying pipe uh <laughs> just so that because i think that, again that's what we need it's the it's the episode we need it's not the one we deserve but uh mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i think so i think you know they're gonna they're you know i i do i agree that i'm gonna sound ignorant i, I forgot what the the aliens are called who make the clones now caminoans uh, I, I definitely Cam think that Cam Cam they are going to... Caminoans? Caminoans? That's debatable. Caminoans? <laughs> Lola? I think Aloha. that they're going to... They're going to eh, revolt. No, no. It's going to be Nala no se que carajo. That's what we're going to call them. <laughs> Nala no se... <laughs> mama se, mama se, mama makusan. They're the so ones that are going to get mad. Caminoans are going to revolt? I think they're going to go against the Empire. Because yeah. if, you, if you think about it, whenever... For like, sure. By the by, uh, the time uh, uh, Ray comes around mm -hmm. uh, and Finn, the stormtroopers are no longer clones. Yes. So there's a number of reasons why that'll happen. Yeah. But this could be the seed that starts that. Well, I mean, there's advanced aging, so they weren't really alive. Right, but they could, but the they would have continued making clones if they had a deal with the Empire. You know well, what I mean? Tar they, according to Admiral Tarkin, that's not going to be a deal anymore. He's evaluating it. Well, and that's what I'm saying is I think this, this series is going to help us, like, move it or show us how that transition happens. Oh, okay. And I think part of it's going to be yeah. the, the, those aliens being like, we're not doing this. Yeah. I think I think that, that, that there's a lot that they can really show um, in in this very very tender era, right? Because because they're already like you you already see the tensions right then in their kickoff, where the bad batch is sent to you know to to take out some insurgents, and this is like an early early mission. I mean the empire just formed, right? Right. And and they they already get sent to take out Saw Gerrera. Imagine if they followed orders, they would have nipped that rebellion right in the bud <laughs> right there. Yeah. Uh, it would have been like game over for 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 I, I guess you know for one of the biggest people re, you know re, re, recruiting and inspiring uh, people to rebel across the galaxy in this uh, universe, and 
we definitely um could see i, I think a, a camino and revolt against the, the empire is interesting because you see because uh, a lot of these planets we know for a fact that that, that there's always gonna, there's a lot of resistance pockets that pop up around them, right there's a lot of rebellion that goes around the whole galaxy um that's why it's like the empire is kind of just trying to like squash it wherever it appears and stuff like that and why the rebels are always in hiding because obviously they're smaller but and they have fewer resources but that's also like part of it right because the the entire planet as a whole doesn't doesn't rebel and those that do they tend to get you know invaded i think uh palpatine did a fantastic job when it comes to the actual clone war he used both like um you know the separatists and the clones to destabilize an entire galaxy so he could take over mm -hmm. yeah i mean that he he played both sides from the beginning yeah right from the beginning he was playing both sides and he 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 created all this chaos he and created saw guerrera but it wasn't the for the separatists he mm -hmm. would not have risen yeah it's true the, the i mean the funny the, the the thing i mean really that i think that george lucas it, for all i he he always talks about how star wars is for kids and for kids and stuff like that uh, george i don't know how many kids are really that savvy when it comes to uh, allegories for the rise of fascism you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't know how many kids know about the reichstag fire you know that's not, which like completely inspired this whole uh senate melting down scenario and giving granting of emergency powers for palpatine uh and stuff like that so palpatine is definitely that he's that guy that right he's he's that thing he's like this great authoritarian mastermind who threw the galaxy into a destabilized um state and through that you know established quite a bit of control but it doesn't happen overnight right and and the what we've known up till now is really just little pieces of the story just left to the imagination but through these kind of instances like the Bad Batch, and I, I do think that moving forward, they're going to they're gonna keep maybe sneaking in some of these sneaky, you know, these uh, little secret pilots. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Saw Gerrera series down the road as a result of this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they didn't make this animation look this good for nothing. <laughs> you know? It's true. Oh, God, it does look gorgeous. They, they seem to only be getting... It's, it's insane. Yeah, and with and the, the blur service. effects, There is even scenes... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. They're just excellent keep, point, dude. They're just gonna yeah. keep making them because this is the kite this is the type of content that will keep people subscribed. You know, sixteen episodes? You tell me for the next fifteen weeks we get more Star Wars? Like, yeah. That's a that's months of me yeah. paying Disney, you know? Guaranteed. That's it. That's 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 months of my money they already have guaranteed there's nothing you know what i'm saying yeah and i'm not gonna feel bad about it because i'm getting freaking star wars out of it baby yeah. and, you know also may the fourth we're getting a um uh simpsons special yeah too, i saw apparently. that <laughs> I, I dude i want to see it i'm not gonna lie what i was gonna say i don't think they went through all the trouble of developing such nice animation for them to not make any more animated series and and feloni's much better at that than he is at live action stuff at least now anyway and i mean that's you know what i'm saying i think Fabro's he's, in he's gonna, of live he's gonna stuff. keep doing it man 
Right, but they were using um they were using the Mandalorian to give Filoni live action um experience on hand. Mm-hmm. So he actually directed, if I'm not, if I remember correctly, he directed the Ahsoka Tano episode, uh-huh. and the whole purpose of kind of making him get his legs, uh, his filming legs, his directing legs, is so that uh, possibly down the road give him an actual movie project, which I think would be phenomenal because Filoni is the spiritual successor to Lucas in a way, and uh, I think that he would definitely give us a good Star Wars movie because he'd make it with a lot of heart. And uh, the dude clearly knows what he's doing. He's got he's got the fan support too. So I'd, so. I'd be down for that. Oh, big time, big time. Even if even if like a lot of it is based in like toxicity, I guess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't really take away from his ability. You know, which in the long run, I guess, I guess no harm, no foul in that sense. But definitely, yeah, he's he's got the fan support. Fans love him. Uh clearly casual fans like the product he puts out because his he's got his hands all over um you know uh, most of i guess what's what's not most but i guess a, a solid chunk of what lucasfilm has been putting out in the star wars front is he part of the story group julie do you know i have no idea because i know pablo hidalgo is like the the head of the the story group yeah no i i have no idea i mean can you imagine though working that job those are the real archives people. Their entire job is making sure that everything connects. It is wild, man. Let me see. Nope, doesn't look like Filoni's part of it. Well, it is what it is. But yeah, there's definitely, definitely quite a bit of a uh, hard work on that on that front. But yeah, Filoni's uh, he's, he's he's putting out good stuff. You know, I'm very much excited for Bad Batch. Um, one of my big takeaways that I'm very happy that they did in this episode this very long episode, which I guess you can kind of split into three episodes when you think about it. Yeah. Um, it's like a little mini movie. One, one of perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. It was great. You know, it was great. It was definitely paced like three individual episodes, though. They, they really gave you a lot of time to breathe. I wouldn't say it was paced like a movie, but it, it felt like one because it's certainly like the production was there, you know? Oh, yeah. But uh, my big takeaway is, is how well they really, uh, I think they characterized each of these uh, Bad Batch clones because they kind of felt like these like caricatures in the last, uh, the first time we were introduced to them in, the, in, in season seven. Oh, more uh, like clones. a mockery. They felt, yeah, they felt like like these like kind of caricatures of like, all right, this is your stereotype, this is your stereotype, and this is your stereotype. <laughs> yeah. Here they, they felt, you know, here Other they felt Wrecker. more believable. <laughs> no, but he's Wrecker's a big sop. He's got a little stuffy. He's cute. <laughs> I'm all for it. Wrecker is the most sophisticated character. You're just not. not you know what I'm saying? Level. You're just not paying attention. Oh. You didn't count the number of lines on his face from the scar, but it's <laughs> symbolic <laughs> of how many. T- hardships he's gone through no i'm kidding i uh i can't stress i I did notice how many lines he said that were just i want to blow stuff up i i recognize those lines well he's beauty not brains (laughs) (laughs) he wants to he wants to blow up the walls between people so that we can all unite and come together that's what he's talking about but nobody believes him. Nobody's listening to him. Nobody understands. Except Omega, who's force sensitive. 
There you go. <laughs> big, big Buddha record. So, Julie, mm. it's your turn. What's happening? Give me your big prediction. I don't know. They just go out. It's all going to wrap up and lead to Mandalore somehow. Because everything always does. I, I, I think that's know. wish. I think that's wish fulfillment. You think you think it's gonna it's gonna take us back to Mandalore? Of course. Every I don't know. I love Mandalore. Why wouldn't they go off? To All Mandalore? roads lead back to Landal to Mandalore. <laughs> under under Filoni, it does. I mean, where else uh, in the I galaxy guess. could they run away to? Don't tell me Tatooine. Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nobody finds shit there. Uh, the the only trade off is rapid aging. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think I mean. Cause, cause, I, I, okay. So, so right now, leading off this episode, we know they're gonna be running for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But we got sixteen episodes. I think we're gonna you tour know, the galaxy. They're not a gonna bit. be running for that long. Visit some old friends. New galaxy and... tour. Yeah. We're getting a little, a little galaxy quest. Of course. See how much merch Disney can make out of these sixteen episodes. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, look, they, they can pad it out, I guess, but I, I don't, I don't think that they need to. Especially if they're only planning on making this one season with the uh, Bad Batch. You think Crosshair is gonna have his, um, I guess, come to Jesus Red moment at any redemption? point? Yeah. One hundred percent. What franchise? What are you? What franchise do you think you're watching? <laughs> if the, the home he's gonna get is redemption, he's gonna get his shot, and and Omega pretty much laid it out for you right there. Yeah, and they and and they you know increase his inhibitor chip, so they they give us a pretty a fairly easy way to bring him back. It's like, well, we just got to fix that inhibitor chip. Mm -hmm. I mean, they got tech and echo. Yeah, should be possible between the two. And yeah, them. one guy drills a hole in his head, the other guy stops the bleeding because it's the <laughs> most barbaric way to get the chip out of there. But it's all I can think of. It's all I got. I've or been talking to Wrecker. Blow it up. <laughs> You can just Love give him a concussion. <laughs> just keep, just smash his head a lot. Just keep punching him like a football player. Yeah, he's not going to make it past 50, but he's not going to keep trying to kill them. Actually, with the rapid aging, he might not make it past 50 anyway. He's got some Clooney hair going on. Well, I mean, we know that they figure out how to stop advanced aging. That's how we have Rex in the Battle of Endor. Right. Maybe we'll do some of that. Well, that would so, have to happen after Rebel. Maybe. Maybe. You think we're going to get a, a Rogue One? ending with these guys you think any of them are gonna not make it past oh, the end that would break my heart then omega would be by herself nah man she's gonna be all force sensitive and she's gonna and fade just into vibing. the force just like obi-wan i mean i don't i'm not i'm not saying kill the kid <laughs> no, <laughs> everybody else it's a very undisney thing to do i don't know man disney bought the franchise with a lot of kid killing <laughs> and yeah. it's not like it's it's not like the you know the the sequel trilogy was without its line murder of thousands and millions of people. Probably not explicitly children, but you know, there had to be some children on those planets. One would <laughs> presume. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's a uh, that's a, that's a possibility. I think that the Bad Batch, if it's only doing one season, we gotta get ready to to see some of these guys get clapped. You know what I'm saying? They might not make it out, and not the way Palpy claps, and not like not not exactly not the way Palpy's gonna clap him. He's not. He, it, it may be Palpy. You think Palpy's gonna make an action cameo scene? With any luck, I don't think so. Oh God, I love that. 
excuse me, like flashback to the, um, the Darth Maul scene, or when he comes to Mandalore and kicks Darth Maul's yeah. ass. Yeah, mm -mm -mm. that was great. Mm -hmm. When he was fighting, uh, what is it, Savage? Oh, poor Savage. Yeah, that guy got that guy got whooped. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that guy got disrespected, bro. It's like, oh man, look how cool he looks. Shit. All right, I guess not. <laughs> I think I think we're definitely gonna be seeing some uh, some uh, some possible moments of them not making it out. And I, you know, we're gonna get the fake outs. Obviously, it's a it's an animated series. There's gonna be a lot of fake outs along the way. But I think one of them might not make it. We'll Hope see. Echo doesn't blow up again. That'd be sad. Echo doesn't blow. That would be yeah. <laughs> That's a little excessive. On Echo, <laughs> you think maybe you think maybe he 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 gets like kidnapped or something, and they kind of start like I think you mentioned this last episode where he yeah. started to kind of gets a little dark troopery. Yeah, the where Echo is, uh, I guess, a prototype for the dark troopers. Yeah, that'd be sad as hell ending, but like it's plausible. They did mention today that he's uh, mostly machine. Or yeah, whatever. and that's why his inhibitor chip didn't work. Yeah, right out of the bat. I wish they would give him more than like a screwdriver arm. Well, it's the same arm that uh, R2-D2 has when he hacks stuff, I think. But R2-D2, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a guy that used to have fingers. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how great of a trade-off that is. I guess he does get to like jab these droids, you know? I don't know how that works out, but I'm pretty sure he misses his thumb. Just saying. <laughs> I don't see why, I don't see why Echo can't get a Luke hand or something. Or an Anakin hand. Maybe because he's a clone. Yeah. One of, one of those, like, really, like, decked out chrome, like, the golden ones. <laughs> I mean, uh, Wolf got a cybernetic eye, so they do give, like, clones implants or, you know, new appendixes. True. True. I'm just saying. It, I think I think that uh, our boy Echo would have benefited from some good old-fashioned Naboo healthcare with their golden arms that they hand out to people. However impractical, I suppose that is. We've got a couple more days uh, and we'll get episode two. Uh, and from here on out, I guess they're gonna be 30 minute episodes, so. Yep, so there's gonna be significantly less to talk about. I doubt that, just more speculation. I'm, I'm really hoping they do some force sensitive stuff with uh, our, girl, our girl Omega here. I don't know where she's gonna end up, but I know right off the bat, they hinted that pretty heavy yeah what do you think that thing on her face is on it's her forehead jewelry. yeah but like you think it means anything well i mean the nala say has the same exact jewelry it's just a kamino and thing oh i didn't i didn't even think about that <laughs> that's true <laughs> damn i guess i'm just overthinking the force sensitivity angle you know what i'm saying maybe she's got something underneath it huh, huh? maybe she's got eye. a cybernetic eye. eye huh the 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 force eye that's what she's got down there dude they're not pulling a fast one on me palpy claps and omega uses the force y'all can't convince me otherwise well probably unless they literally establish that she can't use the force but for now i think that was an explicit tell i agree i think it's definitely uh something we're gonna we're gonna see more of i just hope we get more tarkin i hope tarkin remains a constant throughout this series because i personally am always happy to get more tarkin let's see some thrawn you think they'll work thrawn into this i don't think they'll work thrawn into it That's i mean I, i'm down <laughs> i'm down but i think 
I think that the next time we see Thrawn is going to be live action, which is going to be sick. It's going to be fucking awesome. You have Ahsoka trying to hunt his blue face down. I'm telling you, it's going to it's going to happen. Guaranteed. We're going to get Thrawn for sure. Live action in the Ahsoka Tano series. They're really they're, they're, I think Star Wars is at least consistent about hiding things in plain sight unless they decide on it between movies at the last minute. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're pretty good at hiding. You know, things in plain sight like that one throwaway line about the five defective clones and you automatically assume that was clever. That was clever where they make you think it's Echo. Did anybody else think about it? I just I was fully gorilla brain. I thought, yeah, yeah, Echo. Yeah, he's the fifth one. Yeah, I guess I didn't really I didn't think about it too much until because, yeah, I mean, there was five five people on screen whenever, you know, it was mentioned. So. I didn't really think about it. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'd like to think that I was smart enough, yeah. but I, I, I don't think I was. <laughs> it was also early, so thing, I was yeah, like... The only thing I caught... Exactly, yeah, yeah. So you're probably not really, like, fully, you know, in full motion. The machine is fully pumping so that you can uh, get uh, get every little bit out of it. Yeah. The only thing that I definitely got out of that scene was where they were talking specifically about clones. Um... And and Omega was standing right there, so you know what I mean. Yeah. And and they specifically had a couple shots showing her, so that that to me was like, all right, so she's a clone. Right. But right. I didn't think that she was one of the defective ones, and I feel like I should have caught on to that way sooner. Yeah, I probably should. Because what else is she gonna be? She's the only girl clone. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, there's the defect right there. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to get a scan. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Let's do some some sign off last impressions, I guess. Last impression. This is great. I want more. Can't wait till Friday. Really excited to see where this goes. I'm glad that, you know, after the first episode, we get another episode so quickly. I'd love that. And yeah, let's find out what J16 is. J16. Uh, th th that's just staying in my head. I really I really want to know what that is. And, and they're going to tell us immediately, but it's still bothering me. You know. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in for listening to us uh, rant and ramble about Star Wars, The Bad Batch. We're going to be back on Friday. Uh, we're going to be discussing episode two of uh, The Bad Batch, uh, the name of which I do not know. This episode was called Aftermath. Very, very aptly named, I would say. Uh, very good tone setter for the series. Definitely love this episode. Looking forward to the rest of it. Loving the characters, loving the animation, loving everything. And uh, if you're listening to this on May the 4th, may the 4th be with you. May the may the 4th be with you. You know? And uh, yeah. Indeed. Thank you, guys. <laughs>